0: Hey everybody, welcome to Applying to Everything, a show about our passions, the world, and where they overlap. I'm your host, Bruno Falcon. This week, I mess up the difference between serifs and sans serifs with Kiara. Talk to Wilhelm about how social media is impacting filmmaking in Ghana, and talk about the upshots and downsides to getting older with Gigi. Enjoy. TV.
1: but which sans serif
0: <laughs> any of them don't do it don't do it don't put nothing none of those curvy bits on fonts on on a moving screen you're crazy cray cray it doesn't work with frame rates
1: well, you know, sans serif fonts are easier to read and faster to read. Yes. So they should be on the screen. But...
0: That's, <laughs> we got to get Tag in here. It's I like, know. You know Tag like, I need like, to have a
1: debate. Uh, oh, we really should have like an SKDK roundtable one day.
0: <laughs> oh, that'll be fun. But here's... So here's my thing. Here's my thing about sans serifs. Um, there's a time and a place. Um, and I think... This uh, is true. This is true. Yeah. Um, Oh, I'm going to kill this whole thing because I think I said sans serifs at the very outset. And I should have said... Oh. Do you
1: mean serifs? What I, do you mean? I
0: meant... I should have said they keep trying to put serifs on TV. Oh. Yeah. I fucked yeah. up. I
1: up. should
0: we redo it no it's not just leave this part in it's guys really bruno not, fucked it's up it's really not worth redoing
1: <laughs> leave no. it in uh, bruno oh. meant serifs everyone makes mistakes everyone's human that's oh. why i said sans serifs were easier to read and that's why you should have on screen because sans serifs
0: are easier to read than yeah screen.
1: That's, and i was like but confused serifs, yeah no no no, no, no why you were s- arguing with me right but.
0: but serifs are easier serifs are easier in printed books yeah, they're be- more because it's easier to tell the difference between the starting end of words on in this smaller sure. print. Um, oopsies,
1: guys. Bruno made a boo boo. <laughs> Leave it in. Mistake. This is the blooper reel. No, this is gonna
0: be <laughs> this is gonna be one of those like this is gonna be uh, one of those things that I do in the middle of the week when I'm like, I want some more clicks here's a here's a five minute conversation with kirara where i mix up serifs and sans serifs and it's gonna
1: be my favorite part because i sound smart yep so.
0: eight like <laughs> percent of you give a single Woo! fuck about fonts Woo! that's actually fonts. probably not true
2: i feel like the internet the internet has helped a lot of people right a lot of people who can't afford to go to film school Mm -hmm. a lot of people who cannot afford you know equipment or expensive equipment who can't afford software you know and people may knock me for saying this but there's a lot of piracy going on in in Ghana and in Africa and maybe in other parts of the world even in the US there's a lot of piracy going on Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people know what they know because of pirated software. Right. A lot of people know how to color correct. A lot of people know how to, they know how to edit through with Premiere. A lot of people know Photoshop because yeah. they pirated the software. Right. You know, and they're great at it. They're great, <laughs> you know, well, they're great at pirating, but they're also great at the, the the craft. Right. You know, they're good graphic designers. They're good, like, color correctionists. They're good you know um um audio recording producers and you know um there's this guy called um Calibus now he started um there was the show was about him well the, his name his the character's name is Calibus so and it's about a guy trying to get a girl mm-hmm. and he's this goofy guy and you know he never seems to do anything right to get the girl you know right. and when it started, it was really funny. It was on YouTube it was like five minutes, an episode, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the adventures of Calibos or something like that, you know, and he, he, people loved it. You know, he, he, they got a, a huge following. Um, people loved it. You know, they did a lot of episodes They would come out with frequent episodes, like little web, web snippets here and there. Mm-hmm. And he started getting, um, endorsement deals you know um him and the girl because right. for a long time it was just him and the girl right in, in, the, in right. the in the thing you know and then they would bring in once in a while they would, they would throw some popular people in there mm-hmm. you know but down the line he got like a endorsement deal for one of the, tel- the telecommunication companies so he, mm-hmm. the two of them were doing that you know they're getting all these ads um, they're making all these ads you know for the telecommunication guys mm-hmm. and their producer you know he also he was also getting a good amount of you know recognition from everyone now mm-hmm. you know um and then through that he made a movie you know he made a they made a feature film and now they've made about two or three feature films and they have a nice. huge following in the country nice you know and it's all through social media it's all through you know using facebook and um YouTube predominantly, mm-hmm. you know, to push their stuff out there.
0: Right,
2: I'm not sure where he puts himself on the spectrum, or on the on the divide of wood versus Hollywood, mm-hmm. but he works with people across board, mm-hmm. which is where right. I feel like the industry should be headed.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: quick question about sure. language.
0: Oh no, whatever. No, it, all of these get the explicit tag. Um, okay, I'm I've, not
1: going to try to be explicit. I just naturally am at times. I'm pretty sure
0: one of us already has. I'm relatively certain. I one of the, one of the things I've told people when they ask in the past is that even if uh, even if there isn't swearing on an episode, I'm pretty sure that to some extent. A lot of the content I go into, even if it's not inappropriate, is just weird and out there. So yeah. if you're, if you're a thirteen and you can follow along with what we're saying, one <laughs> of us saying fuck isn't the end of the world for yeah. you. So you're probably fine.
1: In fact, it's probably underwhelming.
0: Yeah. Also, yeah. I don't understand what thirteen-year-olds even are. What is that?
1: As a lawyer, I just know illegal. That's <laughs> that's how I label thirteen-year-olds. Um, yeah.
0: So is it just like 13? Like anything <laughs> under 18, they walk around, they have a big red stamp, and then the second 12 o'clock, it just comes right off.
1: That's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, it's not a bad way to roll.
1: Uh, I don't know if it's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: But it's by the letter of the law. It is indeed. Yes. But is it in the spirit? You know what? Let's, let's, <laughs> God.
1: don't have menopause until like their 60s. Mm-hmm. And I can see the pros and cons to that. Like pros. Less facial hair. Cons. Still fertile. <laughs> like, so.
0: I mean, you. I'm sure you've got at least, you know, another decade. Decade plus. <laughs> I actually, I realize now that mm, ice was a bad choice. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, that's uh so I realize now that I always forget how old you are um cuz yes. I don't actually know. Um that's not true. I totally do I know?
1: I'm almost I don't know anymore. 36. 36. You're 36. I just like right, to you're not actually 10
0: years older than I am. I'm almost <laughs> 10 years old I you know, I'm tired of my 20s. You're, my 20s sucked. Yeah. My 20, I feel like everybody I talk to like yeah. maybe not people currently in their 20s, but everyone else is oh. like yeah.
1: They don't know it sucks right now, mm-hmm. but when they get out of it, they're going to realize it was shitty. Yeah. It kind of blows. Um, but yeah, my twenties was law school mm-hmm. and then the first seven years at a law firm.
0: Uh-huh. I, I mean, that sounds lovely.
1: I couldn't tell you.
0: Very relaxing. Difference. Very laid back. Not a lot of work. Um, really easygoing lifestyle.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, a. you know, it's. You learn life lessons like how to deal with sexual harassment and disappointment. So <laughs> 20s are, are valuable.
0: <laughs> I mean, these are important lessons that all of us learn. Yeah. And uh...
1: It's also when you learn that conforming is not for you as you're
0: learning. Yeah
1: yay <laughs> yay 20s well welcome to 30 soon
0: well I've, I've got a year I've got a year Shit. you know so I've got I, you know
1: are you just trying on 30 for a year then just yeah that's fits. what I'm
0: kind of like I'm kind of ready to be there um, you
1: just want people to be like you look so young
0: it's like well is, I. that's the <laughs> other thing I got through my through my 20s I was like how old are you like you're like in your in your early 30s right and I'm like oh fuck all of you <laughs> <laughs> uh, and now I'm just like but uh, you know if, if my uh, if if genetics are to be believed at all, I'm going to look like I'm in my mid thirties until I'm, you know, getting close to 60. So, you know,
1: I think that's a good trade in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well worth it. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. God. So I recently, um, I recently got called for jury duty literally for the first time. I don't know how I dodged that for a decade, but uh, I almost, I almost got picked for a trial and I, pretty sure i didn't because i've worked on it was a guns case and i'm pretty sure i didn't get picked because i've done gun control work for like advertising for gun control groups um courtrooms are fucking scary yeah they're intimidating that shit's that shit's intense
1: i don't i don't enjoy it probably picked the wrong profession as a lawyer yep yeah it's like someone being afraid of sharks and then
0: deciding to be a surfer
1: yes that's that's equivalent so
0: Mm.
2: Okay,
0: that terrible drinking noise aside. That's our episode. Hope you enjoyed it. You can find out about all of our guests at applying to guests. And you can find out more about the show at applying to everything xyz. Or on iTunes and Google Play, where you can subscribe to, rate, and review the show. If you don't get enough of me on the podcast, and you're in the DC area, check out Cloaking Device, a long-form improv team I perform with through Laugh Index Theater. We have a special holiday show coming up on December 10th at 8 p.m. at the DC Arts Center in Adams Morgan. Tickets available now. I'd like to thank Humble Fire for the use of our theme song, Mount St. Misery, off of The Great Resolve, available on iTunes, Spotify, and at humblefire.band. I'd also like to thank Chiara Scarchella for designing our logo. Tune in next week for my conversation with Amber Richardson, about Thanksgiving, historical revisionism, and how acknowledging our past can help us make a better future. Talk to you then.